I'm gonna trick former guest Ben into making us a theme song. That's it. Okay. Better, closer, warmer. Uh, all modern art is communistic. I want to be the first man to nut in space. Fuck you. Fuck off. Where are we finding it? Why can't we Better, find it? Closer, Why do you guys warmer. keep saying all this change? We're playing Fortnite. Let's have fun. We need to get to that post-World War II mentality where Better, closer, no one in the warmer. world is going to Twitch and typing in climate first. Don't tweet us about how our stuff's inaccurate. At this point, I don't think the N-word tape would change anything. The piss tape might. From New Orleans to New York. It's the Alienos Podcast, baby. Dude, that was TNT. Welcome back to the Alienos Podcast. I'm Smith. I'm Seth. And it's the master of moisture, Marcus. Um. So, Seth, don't worry. We all caught your very funny joke that the audience can't see. What? Uh, where you were flipping us off. Oh, I flipped you all off. Yeah. Yeah. That's because I'm, I'm kind of a... I'm a bad boy, you know. I'm kind of, a, kind of a rude dude, if you will. And bad kinda, boy of the podcast. I play by my own rules, and then the thing is, mm-hmm. I wrote my own rules, and then I written them up because there are no rules. So that's kind of what I read. Yeah, and I threw them out <sighs> so off of bad. my motorcycle. When I think of Seth, I think of bad boy. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. rule breaker. Exactly. Heartbreaker. Where I go, trouble follows. Taker. <laughs> yes, that's definitely you, Seth. Constantly walks oh, around a leather jacket, carrying a chain. Wait, no, hold on. Wait a minute. Am I, am I, am I Joe Biden? This is my image of a, of a cool guy again. Fuck. Oh, wait, no. I guess that would be Corn Pop. Did Corn Pop have the oh. chain or did he have the chain? I can't remember. No, so you're referring to Ghost Rider. Oh, okay. Mm, yeah, that makes more sense. The coolest guy to ever live. Speaking of uh, elements of the podcast the listeners can't necessarily see, today we found out that Marcus basically... <laughs> about 95% naked when we do this show. Listen, I, we, guys. We, and on, on the camera, we saw him roll back. And because of the way his chair was angled, like the, the, the arm of the chair, it actually looked like he was 100% naked. And once he moved, we saw he had the the slimmest of shorts on to uh, to cover up just the necessary regions. So, yeah, just and just have that. No, know that that is how Marcus is, is presenting all of his points. It's in that state. Mm. Guys, this is a feature, not a bug. Appreciate it, okay? Appreciate. Oh, I never said it was a bug. I, I'm just letting the viewers yeah. know that it, it is. It is a feature of the podcast. And they, they need to know. Yeah. Marcus records in the buff, all That's natural, right. just yeah. about as close yeah. as you can get to it. Get my un, unrestrained flavor into the podcast, of course. Unrestrained flavors. <laughs> Yeah. That's your tagline, Marcus. Unrestrained flavor. Yeah. You know, the one problem with 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 sitting in the, uh, an office chair naked is that the skin on material feeling is not good. The office chair material you should not sit on naked. Yeah, I, don't, I actually don't sure. know how Marcus does that. I. Uh... I mean, because we, as we've addressed, I'm not completely naked. <laughs> But the shorts don't cover your legs. Are still on the chair. Yeah, I'm that's the bad part. Wet. Like I can be shirtless hot. on those chairs, because I can kind of like lean my back off of it. But I'm sitting. It's just, it's rough. See, I'm always, I'm always on the edge of my seat. You know. <laughs> I mean, one thing that we've we've proved with this podcast is that Marcus has evolved much, much farther than most humans to a new, a new plane of existence. Marcus go. paid for the whole chair, but only needs the edge. Yeah. <laughs> It's like one of my favorite old like monster truck radio commercials. Pay for the whole seat, but you only need the edge. <sighs> I like the idea of paying for portions of the seat, yeah. not the whole seat. Mm. You know, only hey, have hey, seat. Don't, yeah. don't give these capitalist the ideas. Edge, <laughs> That's true, Marcus. You are right. I had an idea one time that to post on Twitter, it should cost you five cent uh, per tweet. Imagine Twitter will be the most profitable company in the world. If they took yeah. that suggestion. And the thing is, I think my, my my thing is the price should be higher to get the riff raff out. Mm. It should be a dollar. <laughs> or what you should, what you could do is have like a limitation, like you can post ten tweets a day. For every tweet after that, it's a dollar. Boy, yeah. the cash you would make. I know, because actually that's something we can something interesting we can talk about is that I've I've evolved as well, and I'm doing a uh, social media blackout. I'm using <gasps> no social media. For at least a week. I started on Saturday. 
no, you know, stuff like Instagram, Reddit, and Twitter. I'm completely off of them. And it is... Reddit was hard to give up because I use it literally all day of every day. So it's very hard to give up. But man, not scrolling through Twitter has actually made my life 100 times better in just three days. I recommend it for anyone. I, I feel like I would scroll through Twitter for two hours and I would I feel like I was I was dumber when I read from like when I read the first tweet I was smarter than I was when I read the whatever tweet I ended on. Everything in between there's just so much riffraff on that app and I, I I just had to get away from it. So that's that's what I've evolved to. So if, if this plan existed, I would be charged zero dollars for my for my my Twitter usage. Damn, I would also be charged zero because I don't have Twitter. <laughs> that's smart. That is the smartest thing. Marcus, do you have any social media? He has Instagram. He plugs it at the end of yeah. every episode. Right, but do you actively like scroll through and use it? Yes. You said that with a lack of conviction. Did I? <laughs> well, now you're just confusing me. <laughs> Am I? Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't really see Marcus as a social media person very much. That's true. It would kind of uh, kind of affect his reclusive nature. Listen, I, I would say I'm a, a light social media user. Social. Fifth. Oh my yeah. god. Oh no. Marcus Cecil is having a stroke. User. Don't worry. It's fine. <laughs> Marcus, I remember you coke. on Facebook and you would post just the strangest things on there. Oh, never boy. your own commentary, just weird links to videos that I never wanted to watch. No, <laughs> but Marcus you watched them, best, didn't you? Marcus's best meme on Facebook back in the day was when every one of his profile pictures was him photoshopped with himself. Yeah. <laughs> so about him with his arm around himself and like him and himself like at a party. <laughs> All this stuff, yeah. it was great. Uh, I'm glad you liked it. <laughs> that was a good bit. Yeah. That was a good bit. And he changed it like once every two years randomly. Yeah. <laughs> I can only remember the one where you, you photoshopped yourself on a Ganondorf body. That yeah, was yeah the Ganondorf one was good. Oh, yes. You I'm kind sure of are like a link. Ganondorf in real life. Yes. He's one of my favorite characters in Smash as well. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, which which Ganondorf would Marcus be? From from which Zelda game? Mm. I mean, I honestly kind of want to say he's Calamity Ganon because he's <laughs> Marcus is almost like a like an gaseous form of, of Calamity at all times. <laughs> But other than that, I think of Marcus. I think of Calamity. That's a word I would use for him. Yeah, I would say Marcus from like, uh, probably Super Smash Brothers on the Wii U. It's probably the one Mm. I would go with because that was before they added the stupid thing where whenever you you know because the best thing to do with Ganon in Smash is to side B and suicide somebody and take both your stocks. Um, But it, it used to be that it was a guaranteed kill. No matter what, and then in Ultimate they made it where people can like survive out of it if they're at, if they're a lower percent, which sucks. And Marcus mm-hmm. is definitely the one from the Wii U where it was guaranteed. <laughs> oh, thank you. Marcus's battle strategy has always been to kill yourself along with him. <laughs> as far as I've known him, I think I think you're like the the Ganon from Wind Waker, Marcus, because you have a very pirate vibe about you. Ooh. Yeah, I can. See back you. in the day, you could have been a pirate for sure. Ah, oh, hell yeah. I, I think of myself as a Twilight Princess Ganon. It just looks the best to me. So we all have different opinions of what Ganon you are. That's true. That's good. But we all agree he is Ganon. That is true. He very, very much is Ganon. <laughs> On the same page there. Um, so Seth, not using social media has yep. improved your life, you would say. Yep, 100%. Do you think the world would be better without social media? To an extent... Like, cause once again, this is something that as of now I'm doing it for like a week because I, once again, I keep saying this word, but there's just so much riffraff out there. I think that, I think that social media does a couple of things that are good, but a lot of it is bad. And it's not, it's not social media's fault. I don't have any, like, you know, their companies and everything, which are all very, very insidious, but there's nothing inherently wrong with the idea of twitter or instagram but how people have wielded them has just really really just thrown me off like like i said if i if i go on twitter and like once again twitter to a point is like curated because you usually see stuff from people you follow and then stuff they like like and retweet and even even just from that little bit i would get a little frustrated and sometimes i would just i'll go on to the discover to see what i don't because i want to see what other people talk about sometimes because i don't just want to be my little bubble and man, that is when I would I would just a Snyder cut this, Snyder cut that, and then I would 
you know, I would see, I mean, people would just say the most, I mean, brazen things on that platform. Like, I would just see some of the most, like, racist tweets in the whole world. That are, they're just saying it with such confidence. And I'm like, how can people be like this? And so getting all that stuff out of the way was nice. You know, to give a point, because one time I was Googling for the word cloaca. Uh, uh, actually, I was, I, was, I was on Twitter <laughs> looking for cloaca. Someone made a joke about a dinosaur discovery that had, the, had a cloaca or whatever. Yeah. It was, a, it was a funny joke. And what I got was porn of someone fucking the Pokemon Helioptile and it's cloaca. Um, yeah. And after that, I closed Twitter and didn't do anything for about an hour. Just yeah, Marcus space. is like, you said this is Twitter.com? That's... <laughs> <laughs> Should probably make another account. Plugs in at the end of the end of the podcast this time. Um, you know, Marcus is a lot of things, but he is probably not a guy who looks at Pokemon porn. Let's no, I, don't, I don't think he's. A, Thank you. Yeah, that is, the, that is one Pokemon of the few things that was. Do. Maybe Gardevoir. Probably that. Maybe that Pokemon. But no. no okay, I know Gardevoir. Yeah, uh-huh. you still know. Yeah, you definitely yes. know. <laughs> probably not Helioptile. Yeah. Um, still no, no. no so Pokemon. yeah, that's. It's just kind of not, because, like, and it's also, it's not even necessarily also, like, what is on social media, because to a certain, like I said, to a certain point, you can kind of curate it to where you're just seeing, like, you know, pretty cool stuff and nothing bad, but also it's just, like, the crazy impulse I have to just, if I'm bored for two seconds, I just pick up my phone, or, like, I go on Twitter on the internet and just start reading it for an hour, like, mm-hmm. and it's just the, the rewiring myself to not do that, because, like, the, like, when the first day I did it, I would literally, I was like doing something on my computer and I was waiting for something to load. And in the second it took load, I'd already picked up my phone and I'd open Reddit. And I was like, oh God, bleh, I threw my phone out the window. So like, why did I do that? So I don't know. I think it's kind of good because I don't know. I feel, like I, I feel like my attention span has been fried from using apps all the time. I feel like I just get, I, that's why I think like TikTok, the TikTok generation, I don't have anything against like young, like younger generations, but man, I'm worried about their attention spans because TikTok has fried some people. They don't. Some people are like, I can't watch a movie anymore because it's too long. A reg, like a 90 minute movie, they're like, that's way too long. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. I can't. That's longer than a YouTube video. I mean, YouTube videos are like the <laughs> longest thing some people consume. I do kind of feel that a little bit because if, if I see a video that's like 31 minutes long, I'll be like, ah, uh, maybe not. And see, I'm over here. I'm watching. Four-hour-long Slay the Spire runs on YouTube, and I'm like, yes, put them, put them right here. I love that <laughs> shit. Um, but yes, I I think that it's, for attention span and for stuff like that, I think it's good to at least try to like if you don't want to cut it out, at least try to limit yourself a little. Just be sometimes, just be like, hey, do I need to look at this right now? Probably not, because that's what I've I've kind of learned from this is I can look at it a lot less and probably, you know. Be, be be a little better up up in the noggin. So that's kind of what I'm learning. We're learning a lot here today, I think. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, for one, I would not consider Reddit to be social media. That's the thing is, I was when I was discussing this, I um, I was like, Reddit is not social media in the way that you know people are like clout chasing or whatever, which is big on the other ones. But it is it it, it is a a platform where you create a profile and you post stuff for people to see and you can look at comments. The thing I actually want to get away from was comments. To mm-hmm. me, a tweet is just a comment. And then the comments on a tweet are, or replies are comments. And then Reddit posts are, like, honestly, sometimes I don't even read, I'll go to Reddit. I can just, I can literally close my eyes, open Reddit, click on the first thing. And I would just read the comments. I wouldn't even look at the title. I wouldn't look at the picture. I would just read comments. And I'm like, I got to get this out of my head because at times, it you know you start to, especially for me, I started to be like, are things I'm saying are they my opinions? Are they just things I got from Reddit because I, and I, that I've just internalized and don't even know? Mm-hmm. So I think it's good to, especially to just step back and be like, before before you read the comments, before you read any tweets, think about it critically yourself. And then yeah, the other people's opinions do help you form your own. But just make sure you at least form your own a little bit first. Because, I would, I, like I said, I had that problem where I would just immediately go to Reddit and start looking at the comments, and I wouldn't even think critically myself first. So I think that's a good thing to do is to, to get those opinions that way. So that, that's why I had to cut out Reddit because, I mean, I, honestly, I use Reddit twice, three, four times as much as I use Twitter and Instagram. So I think cutting that out is probably uh, more productive for me anyway. Is, uh, is Discord social media? I was thinking about that, and I I kind of decided 
not i mean i don't even use like as far as like getting on big discord servers i really don't even use them that much i usually just use the one for this podcast and then there's other ones i'm a part of like some gaming ones i'll check every once in a while and not even really that often so i don't really count that anyway because it was never really a big time sink for me but yeah i guess i could see one one rule was like like messaging isn't social media like it's not like mm-hmm. oh you can't use your <laughs> text messages in your phone that's not social media so i would say discord's more messaging but then the one mm-hmm. thing I've had to restrict myself on, especially in our channel, is I try to I try to not even look at the tweets you post in the channel. I was about to ask when I send you <laughs> tweets for news and discussion and also for funny, you don't look at those now. I, if they have a if they have like a thing I have to click on to go to the website, I don't look at them. Mm-hmm. Like if they have like some video or something, I don't look. But the text and stuff I'll look at for now. Right. But yeah. And once once I do like the full like week. Where I'm not doing it. After that, I'll probably I'm gonna try and at least after that phase it back. At that mm-hmm. point, I'll look at whatever tweets you send me. You know, maybe uh, if they're yeah. good enough. <laughs> like if I run them through my mental algorithm and they, they seem to be uh, good enough to click on. Um, but yeah, that's just for now. I'm just like, just get it out. Just for a, at least one week. Just get rid of it. So that's what I'm doing. You're turning. You're turning into Marcus, but also the anti-Marcus. Exactly. <laughs> because Marcus never looks at things I send him. But then he'll, he'll send me, <laughs> like, let me give you an example right here. Oh Marcus's boy. last message to me oh no. on on Discord is a link to a YouTube video from the anime man <laughs> titled Testing Out Japan's Bizarre Adult Toys, <laughs> featuring Giguk. <laughs> Before yeah. that, it was a video from some man named Markiplier, just titled, This is a Bad Idea. <laughs> I haven't watched this video because it doesn't tell me anything. Yeah. That's the thing that accused me so much about Marcus is I have no idea if he's 30 or 13. He's like Jennifer Garner in that famous movie 13 going on 30. Because oh, I just have no man. idea. Because he watches Markiplier, which no offense to Markiplier. I, I know very little about the man. His audience skews really young. And Marcus yeah. is over here digging it, is just eating it up. Uh, really? But also he is literally you know, 30 plus. I'm not sure how old Marcus is. He's somewhere in that range. So it's very, it's very interesting to me that he he's got that uh that whimsical side of him, I guess, to where he still he still enjoys the the younger listen, younger guys. Listen, first off, uh-huh. Markiplier is handsome as fuck. Okay, yeah, he's he's a handsome guy. He's like, a, he's very, holy shit. He's a very strong <laughs> face. I'll say. I don't know if I'd consider him like classically handsome, but he has a, he has a very interesting features that turn him into kind of a, a handsome guy. I would consider Markiplier universally handsome. Okay, like, okay, that's fine. No matter what planet, if I saw that face, he could get it. Okay. So that's for that's first. Okay. Second, so you watch it for sexual release. Okay, second. <laughs> <laughs> also, he's he's freaking hilarious. That might be just him. Once again, I've got his. I got editors, against the guy. Like, I'm just saying that, in from what I understand about him, his audience skews very young. True. It's, it's very a lot of those gaming channels that do, they make three ten minute videos every single day. They skew young because that's yeah. who consumes. Them. And the funny thing is, <laughs> I didn't realize that until <laughs> until I went to one of his live shows. <laughs> yep. And I yep. was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> yeah. Because Markiplier curses a lot, so okay, I was care. not expecting. All of these children. Yeah, no, uh-huh. no, no. Kids, kids are all over that shit. So yeah, fuck me. I yeah, am, I went to one I time. I went no to clue. a, a Counter Strike Global Offensive uh, international qualifier when I lived in Atlanta because that's where the, the TBS stuff is. I went there, and before I went there, I was like a part of this big Reddit group where guys were talking. Like, oh, we were gonna meet up and like you know sit together and everything and just have a good time. I get there, all these dudes I'm talking to are like 15 or younger, and I'm as soon as I learned that, I'm like, uh, I'm. Oh, I was like, oh, sorry, I got a, I got a call, I got it, and then I was sat, I sat in the back of the theater by myself, <laughs> just oh watching us go. The best part about that though was the, the whole stadium is people explaining to their mom or dad what is happening on the screen. <laughs> it's so they're like, okay, so that, right now they're executing a retake, which means they already had, they had the site, and now they're getting it back, and they have to defuse. And then the parents like, uh huh, uh huh, yep, yep, bombs, bombs going off, yep, I know that's bad. <laughs> it's just. Uh, that's all. That's the whole stadium. It was pretty fun. Do you think Ooh. our parents tried to explain to their parents like what rock music was or some shit? 
I guess that was. Of this? I guess that was kind of what it was. What it was supposed to happen? I doubt they ever did though. I think. I don't know. I think people used to just. They would just people. I don't know. They just didn't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I don't know, cause cause my mother when I was young didn't want me listening to BET because it's like devil music or something. List. Uh, watch, you mean watching it on devil music? Yeah. Wow. What did your mom listen to? Uh, just Gospel? classic Christian. Yes, all of that. Oh, she was trying that? to get me into a a Christian rap artist who I admit. It's not too bad on the ears, but is it his message is no. Oh wow, he's God, the he's the popular one. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of him, Canton Jones. Oh, I have heard of this guy. Yes, yeah, he does my, have some bops, but uh, yeah, yeah. Politics. I, 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 <laughs> I feel like, I feel like you, hold on. Here's a political take for you. Okay, yeah, please. No good rappers going to heaven. <laughs> not happening. I don't care how forgiving the Lord is. You gotta be a bad dude to do good rap. I'm sorry. Or lady. <laughs> so you're saying Will Smith isn't going to heaven? He's a Scientologist. Of course not. Oh, is Will Smith a Scientologist? It's, it's rumored. It's rumored. Okay, so you're just... You're you're basing your argument on conjecture. I mean, here. he hangs out with a bunch of them all the time, and he refuses well, to mean, talk about it. It's so. Hollywood. They're all Scientologists up there. <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. Like, he had like a thing where, like, during Fred Prince of Bel Air, they helped him out with like a reading disability he had or something, or he claims they did. Uh, it's just one of those things where I think he's probably a shy member, and I know they probably hate it because he'd be a huge get for them. Like Tom Cruise. Honestly, was if Will Smith was into Scientology, I'd probably join up. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wow, Seth, what a follower. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. Scientology is way too much commitment for me. Honestly, if it was very, very... First of all, I'm, I'm completely, you know, a-religious, but if it was a little less of a commitment, I might at least consider <laughs> listening to the guys. But it's just... It's like the first thing you do when you become a Scientologist is you have to, one, give them a bunch of money, and then two, tell them all your secrets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, much, wow. like, so much. Like, even Christianity, like, I don't have to do that much if I want to get in. Right. <laughs> Last thing, if you're gonna join a religion, don't join a cult. Cult yeah. is too much work. Join. Listen, you're gonna do something. Be Southern Baptist because it's literally the easiest religion to ever be because you don't have to do anything. And then the you don't change a single thing about your life. Exactly. And all you have to do once you become one, you can say that the Bible enforces all of your worldviews, even if they contradict exactly. your other worldviews and the Bible. Yeah. You can just do it. Mm-hmm. It's actually a pretty sweet gig. <laughs> You ain't wrong. <laughs> Even Catholics gotta feel guilt and shit. Too much work. Mm-mm. Just be yeah. a Southern Baptist. It's the easiest thing you could so possibly do. So easy. <laughs> if you really just need to be religious for some reason, that's the one to go mm. for. So easy. I can't think of a more chill religion. Maybe Buddhism? Oh, they have all those, like, paths you gotta follow and shit. <laughs> I, mm. think you can, I think you can get into Buddhism without all that commitment. I don't know. Once, I, also, we have almost no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> There was a time when I, I was very interested in Buddhism, uh, but also I'm a white guy, and uh, white folks just can't be Buddhists. Sorry to all you white Buddhists out there. I've told this story before, but I mean, when I was in college, I mean, I had nothing against Buddhists, and then there's these white these white dudes who were like Buddhists who were like traveling around. They like traveled a bunch of colleges to talk about Buddhism or whatever, and they would just like they'd be on the the pedestrian talking to people, and then you'd walk up to them and they'd say, "Oh, hey." here's this book about buddhism you know it's just it's cool it's chill they hand me the book that they hand it to me and they they let go of it and i'm like okay cool i'll I'll take a look and they're like oh that actually costs like ten dollars and i was like well i don't have any cash and they're like oh i mean if you have like a like a starbucks gift card or some gift card we take this i'm like like, wow. what, are you, what are you doing? This is a Flexible. scam. I'm like, here, you can have the, I don't want this book. I'm not going to give you a gift card for this. No, sorry, Sarah. You handed me this. It belongs to me. Yeah, now. that's how Thank I you. know. That's how I know they're just they're just like trying to get coffee. I guess they're not even trying to <laughs> freak to, to sell me on a religion. So you know who the worst recruiters were that I remember? Uh oh, were the Mormons. Oh yeah, uh, they don't they make Mormonism campus. seem fun at all. They were on campus one time, and I was not involved in this, because I was sitting on a bench, but I saw two of my friends walking to the Mormons, and I was like, oh shit, they're headed in that direction, the Mormons are going to catch them. And now, this is going to be a little heteronormative, but go with me here for a minute. 
my two friends are a guy and a girl, right? And the two uh-huh. Mormons are a guy and a girl. Both these people are smoking hot, okay? They're Mormons. The Mormons? So, okay. Yeah. All right. And as they are That's making how they their get approach, you. They send the hot Mormons. <laughs> no, Seth, hold on. As they're making the, the pro- approach, intercept course has been set. Uh-huh. The dude goes after the guy I know, and the girl goes after the girl I know. Uh-huh. I'm like, switch it up, people. You want to win, people? Switch them around. You can't maybe, be doing this. But maybe you didn't. Did you hear the conversation? Because maybe like the girl goes after the girl, and she's like, See that guy? He's not even the he's not even the best looking one. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, back at the back at the 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 latter days the latter day Saints compound, he's like a six, to be honest. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. He's like a former day saint compared to these other guys we got. <laughs> I did I did, I just see a funny tweet from funny who's not not a funny tweet, but it was a funny tweet out of context, I guess, where a person said, If you if you're a guy and you ever rate yourself as higher than a six, you're gay. Wow, Marcus! That's bullshit. Because <laughs> I'm a solid seven, sir. Wow, wow. I'm not really giving much higher than that. Shit. <laughs> I mean, I feel like it's a little pompous for me to to go not. Oh, you so. feel like it's a little pompous? Yeah, just the just the tad, you know. I'll knock myself down a few picks. There you go. Marcus is the most incredibly humble person I know. Just like. Incredibly humble, so humble. Yeah, he I won't even say that. his own name most of the time because he thinks he's <laughs> showing off. Yeah. Um, politically, we should say that today is International Women's Day. Yes, and, and Burger King uh, started it off right. <laughs> Burger King UK specifically, but so please explain to us what happened, Marcus. Did you hear? About like, this? How do you know about this? I, I saw an, I saw this. a news article. Okay. Which I, I consider to be an okay way to read this medium. All right. Basically, so the, the Burger King UK had what what was going to be, what they thought was going to be a great one-two punch, because they did a tweet and then immediately replied to that tweet. Um, it's like a women empowerment thing. The first tweet is, women belong in the kitchen. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> women belong in the kitchen. Sin, and they reply, and, like, and that's why we we try to hire uh, more women for our, all of our restaurants. And we're trying to you know get get that number up by thirty like percent or something. And understandably, people were like, "This is incredibly tone deaf and stupid." God, who are there? No women in their PR team. Is there a PR team? Who sent, who decided that was a smart uh, idea? God, someone from corporate was like, "I got it. Don't worry about it." Yeah, tweeting, tweeting. Boom! Where's my race? <laughs> I mean, in in their defense, oh, it worked. the The social media viral marketing stunt worked. Say something insanely provocative, and get eyeballs. Doesn't matter if you get good or bad press. You're not gonna kill Burger King because they made a bad tweet. But you be talking about them like we are right now. Damn. Yeah, but also on the flip side, I'd have no plans to go to Burger King ever. So you know, maybe maybe that. Although. Unrelated to that tweet, <laughs> I had the same plan yesterday to never oh, go yeah. to Burger King again. So I mean, I'd kill some Burger King right now, but I'm not going to because I'm trying not to eat uh, fast food. Uh, yes, and because you are a feminist, and if you go to Burger King, yeah. you will be yeah. be blackballed. Definitely. So that was a pretty funny uh, yeah. incident. It, it definitely was. Just that one tweet by itself is fucking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. I hate when people post the the, the rest of them. Uh, it's like in context. Fuck you. Context sucks. I yeah. want funny. I don't want context, context is dead. Right. Um, I'm all about that subtext, baby. <laughs> I know writers use subtext. They're all cowards. Exactly. Wait, who? That's a quote from uh, who says Garth Marenghi. Yeah, yeah. Um. So speaking of something actually political for a second, uh. The the COVID relief bill passed the Senate. Yeah. And the fifteen dollar right. minimum wage was killed. Yeah. <clears throat> Eight Democrats voted against it. Eight fucking Democrats. What a surprise. One of those Democrats is named Kristen Cinema or Cinema. I don't know how to really pronounce it. Yeah. Kristen's um, at your at your local music theater, Kristen Cinema. Yeah. Her name sounds like Christian cinema to me. It does, honest, yeah. Which is a horrible thing. Uh, but she used to be an Occupy Wall Street protester. She was a big lefty progressive, and she has since become one of the most conservative Democrats uh, in the Senate. 
And she walked up there to, to cast her vote. Not sure if y'all seen this or not, but she gave a thumbs down and did a little curtsy. She had a skirt on, did a little curtsy while she did it. <laughs> I thought she would do the thing where she get, she does the thumbs up, everyone cheers, and then she goes, <laughs> thumbs <Yeah>. down. <laughs> and then she brought chocolate cake to the Senate floor, um, which is a real big Marie Antoinette uh, moment uh, for me. Wow. She brought chocolate cake. Got it. Very strange. I I don't know what to say, guys. I don't know like, what that life path is where you go from Occupy Wall Street to to that. Oh, I do. It's careerist. It's you I was, out. I was def I was about to say careerist politician. So it's like these eight Democrats voted, and let's be honest here, more of them also did not want this. They knew it wouldn't yeah. pass. They could vote for it to to cover. Uh, they just don't, you know, they don't think we deserve a living wage. I guess. Right, because yeah. that's marginally less money for their donors. Woo-hoo. And the thing is, like, it, the the thing is, it's so weird because they don't even care about math at all. Because, like, the thing that, like, Bernie Sanders especially has been on, has been, you know, talking about is, at the end of the day, it costs the same amount because of the, because of all the, like, the way taxes work with minimum wage now. It costs the same amount on businesses and individuals for the minimum wage to be what it is now as that would be for $15 an hour. So it doesn't actually affect anything, and people just, they, they literally just don't even care about that. They're like, it, it won't even affect money at all. It'll just make some people happier. <laughs> and they just, they don't care. They're perfectly content to let us sit here and, I mean, even like, this would affect even me, because I make less than $15 an hour right now, so this will be raising my wage as well. Oh, wow. The weight, it has not gone up since I was in high school, you know? It's yeah. fucking insane. That 725 is where we settled that. Yeah. Right. How much longer can it go on? Is the question. Not too much longer. Yeah. I would say, I would say it's already over at this point. Like people don't, people don't make enough money. Like, people don't have people who have jobs in like big cities. They don't have cars. They don't have a real solid means of transportation. There's some people who I know. Like, one of my one of my friends, his um his husband manages a Starbucks, and he's like, they have employees there who will just sit around for like five to six hours after their shift, waiting for somebody to pick them up because they just don't have a way to get home, and the train can't take them to like you know anywhere close to their house, so they just have to sit in limbo and just wait and hope that somebody can help them out. And it's just that's like you'd think that would would be a person who has no job, but uh yeah, it's it's crazy how that how they get how these people get treated, especially when it's such a large part of our economy. Yeah, it's it's truly wild. It's like how I mean I mean people cannot continue to live like this for much longer. I don't think it's it's crazy how they think we can just keep doing this, and it's not even good from a capitalist perspective because if you take if you don't give the people enough money to buy the things you produce, then your stuff's not going to sell. That has and, been perplexing me for so long, in the fact that like. Like, for me, I mean, capitalism obviously sucks, but there is a very easy way to, like, at least pacify people into following along with capitalism. And $15 minimum wage is one way to do it, to just keep making all the money you're going to make, because you're not going to make any less money. Like, don't don't even get that twisted. Um, but they don't even do that. They're like, I don't know, they're, it's like a, a snake eating its own tail. I don't understand um, how they don't get this. Because once again, and another thing is, like, you know, all this automation that goes on. Once you automate all these jobs and you fire a bunch of people, yeah, your products will be getting made for cheap, but no one will be able to buy them because those people you fired won't have jobs and they're the ones buying products. Right. So I don't get it. I don't get what, I don't get what the, the end game is. I guess they're all just trying to make enough resources so that the six billionaires left will just go to space and then they'll just leave us here for whatever we want to do. You're not wrong. So that kind of is the end game here. Like, you can't automate all the jobs. Like, let's be honest here. There's some jobs that can't be automated and some that are hard to automate. Like, farming, I'm sorry, is never going to be fully automated. You can get pretty, pretty hands-off on it, but food production will still require humans getting their hands dirty for a long time. And even then, like, even if we perfect it, the problem isn't that. The problem, we'll, we'll invent machines or do everything. The problem is if there's no economic safety nets or if we're, you know, still... Cap- a capitalist society 
then you'll just have a bunch of machines providing food for people who can't afford food, you know? Yeah. <laughs> right. And the thing is, like, you can, you can, sure, one day we'll have robots that can farm all the stone for us. Yeah. But the question is, how do you get from here to there, maintaining capitalism without there being some kind of fucking revolt that replaces capitalism? That's true. You know? Mm. Like, this far future that everyone seems to think is coming, I'm sorry, but you don't, you, you can't just lay all the workers off. Who's going to buy the shit? Who's going to continue to run the economy? Where does the line get drawn? You know? And I don't see a way in which the time frames ever line up just right to where you can kill all the proletariat and then let the bourgeoisie win, but not have a revolution in the middle of that because yeah. I just don't see it happening. Right. I mean, I guess, I guess that's what they're doing with this fucking COVID. Like, let people die. You know, take that opportunity to hoard your money, sell between other businesses, yeah, and let let people die. Because the thing, a lot of people got let care. go from or, or laid off because of COVID, especially in like you know minimum wage jobs and like fast food jobs, food 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 service, like things like that. And the thing is, those jobs aren't really coming back. Is the problem because a lot of companies are just like we'll just do without. And, you know, because it gives them more chances to automate and do stuff like that. And that's enough. And that's plenty of people. We're just not even talking about. We talk, We stopped talking about COVID unemployment a long time ago for some reason. I don't even know why. And that's why all these, these stimulus checks we get are useless. Because there's people who literally just have lost everything because of COVID. And the even the new 1400 that they may or may not be getting. Because that's the best part of the new COVID, of the new relief bill is... Oh yeah, you might get the money. What we're doing actually now is we're we're gonna take the last four digits of your social security number and we're gonna do a little randomizer. And if it comes up on the randomizer, you get the money. We're doing a little, oh, little COVID lottery, if you will. Got it. If they did that, it'd be faster than what they've got projected. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <You're> not wrong. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Shit, I, I heard they were coming out like the checks like might get to us in like June or July. Like what the fuck? Like how many months away that is that's shit i mean i hate to say it but the trump checks went out the next week they did right Both times. very surprising um I know, I know a lot of people got fucked around and had to do all kinds of drunk through hoops to get a market you were one of those folks weren't you you had to wait a while, wait a while to get your money i mean i did have to wait but it just came in the mail and i was like oh okay but it yeah. was sent to you pretty promptly right like yeah. now we're talking about june or july fuck off yeah. yeah, and there's like stipulations, like you only get it for X amount of blah blah blah, and families will get more, but also won't. I don't know. It's a, such a weird scenario. Yeah, there's a lot of stupid shit tied up in this. Oh yeah, the Democrats wanted a mean test, means test it. You mean test these nuts? How about yeah. that? <laughs> like the 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 UI checks now are going to be going from four hundred dollars, three hundred dollars a week, and they go down. We're going to extend it out a month. Mm. Oh boy! Nice. What the? I mean, do you think the economy is going to recover by September? I don't think so. dollars a month for someone who lives in Brooklyn, man. No, that's three hundred a week. Three hundred a week. Three hundred. Or sorry, three, even three hundred a week for someone who lives in Brooklyn might not Brooklyn's be good. Nothing. <laughs> right. That's barely rent money. Yeah. I think that's probably, that's probably not even rent money. Oh yeah, it's not. I know. I know people who have a a studio for and for three two thousand dollars a month in Brooklyn. Oh Christ! Yeah, I saw this like. This like what was it? It was a meme, but it was like a, a Zillow or something kind of post or what's, what's, that, what's that place called? Whatever. It was like a, a Craigslist even of like a rat infested shithole. Like bear, like remember in the Blues Brothers movie, Jake or no Elwood's apartment where it's literally a bed, a desk, and a stove. It was that, but even smaller, and it was yeah. like seventeen hundred dollars a month. Yeah, a hundred applicants immediately. Out of here. Yeah, we're we're talking about bare white walls, clearly roach and rat damage on yeah. parts of it. It was like and Joe's then, apartment. Exactly. Anybody exactly. remember that movie? MTV Joe's apartment. Hell yeah, the talking roaches and all that. Yeah, Marcus, you seen that? Yeah, it's got a <laughs> no, bunch of roaches and they all talk and they like help get him laid and stuff. It's pretty crazy. Oh wow! Yeah. It was kind of ratatouille before its time. <laughs> Honestly, hey, I don't want to say that. I don't want to say Disney stole some stuff, but... <laughs> I mean, but they steal a lot of stuff. Do with that what you will. You replace that rat with a hundred talking and singing dancing roaches, you got fucking Joe's apartment. Yeah. <laughs> what if Joe's apartment had crossed over with Joe versus the volcano? And it was Joe's apartment versus the volcano. Oh, shit. 
a bunch of roaches versus a bunch of lava. Tom Hanks is in there. And whoever played Joe. Yeah, who was that? Who even knows? Oh my God. Upsets on it. IMDB yeah. in it right now. But um, IMDB is not social media. That's not. There's <laughs> comments. So I don't use look, it don't so look at those. Yeah, I don't look at the comments. Oh, it was Jerry O'Connell. Really? Wow. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Okay. Marcus's expression is like, who the fuck is Jerry O'Connell? Yeah. If you saw his right. face, you would immediately know who he is, Marcus. He's Marcus, one of those Marcus. guys. I, I believe you. Sliders. Oh, and the lead roach was Billy West from Futurama. Holy and shit. a million other things. Do you think that Billy West and Adam West are related? I believe they are. Oh, shit. I don't, I don't know for a fact. In fact, I just made that up. <laughs> <laughs> Both do really voice work? Honest. Oh, there you Fun. go, Marcus. I dropped you a picture of Jerry O'Connell. So oh, yeah. just oh, so you know. This guy is easily oh. uh, an eight. Ah, okay. Yeah, I knew that guy. And he's just got, he's got like that just 90s handsome face. And it is where he just got him into 126 movies. Ah, dang. This guy... <laughs> Go ahead, Marcus. No, I just saw Kangaroo Jack, and I was like, ah. <laughs> oh, he's the voice of Superman in the animated stuff now. Oh. Speaking of Superman, I know we're, we're supposed to be on politics real quick. Who cares? Have y'all seen the new Superman show? What's it called? Lois and Superman? Superman and Lois, I think? It's something like that. Yeah. yeah. Have y'all seen it? I've seen some stills from it. I consider yeah. that to be social media, so I haven't checked it out. Do you know the premise <laughs> of the show, Seth? No. It's like, hey, here's Superman. Here's his wife, Lois Lane. We're starting, boy, we're starting late. We're already married. Yeah. They have two teenage boys. And they got superpowers, and one of them has mental problems. And that's the premise of the show. Wow. Hey, I don't want to throw any shade on any actors. I know it sucks to find work and all that stuff. But there has to be a, like... A, a sub bucket of actors who once they get any level of fame studios are like I, he could probably be some level of superman <laughs> he can't be the movie superman and he can't be like the first rung tv superman but he could be like cw like rom-com superman and that is no offense to tyler hochelin but that is exactly what he is he is and I mean that's what happened. It happened with the guy from Smallville, whose name I forget. Tom, Sharp, Welling. Tom yeah. Welling, yes. Tom Welling, yes. It was just Welling, and it happened with Brandon Ralph. He he uh-huh. got to be he got to be Superman movie, and that it failed so bad, but he got to do it. Yeah, and he has that look. And then there was one other guy who's done Superman and some other random stuff. But yeah, there, there's just that actor who just has that look, and they're like, he's not. Very good, but he could do something for us. I feel like James Marsden was almost that. He could have been TV Superman, probably. Yeah. I will say this, though, for the, for the new Superman TV show, is the costume is perfect. It's like Golden Age looking Superman. It's great. Love it. Love a good throwback to the classic. Hate all this modern-day-looking bullshit they have on Superman. Just good red, yellow, fucking blue. It's just a great Superman costume. All so right. I'll give it that. I'm trying to read what this, the mental challenge as this kid faces. He's got like mm-hmm. depression or something like that. He has like mood swings. Maybe it's bipolar disorder or whatever. But like, you know, we got two. I mean, as the as the intro to the show went on, I was like, okay, so he's already in Metropolis, and there's Lois Lane, and okay, they're fucking married. All right, all right, okay, cool. Oh, they just had babies. Wow, okay, so new parent. No, they're they're older now. Oh shit, they're teenagers. They're in fucking high school. Wow, we have really just sort of like shot ahead on Superman, huh? <laughs> yeah. Now, does Batman show up in this show? That's what I want to know. Batman will only be on TV one time, and it was Gotham. Uh, yeah, they try time. not to ever do Batman on TV. They they really try to, to keep him away from television. Isn't that weird how Superman can be on TV, but Batman can't? Yeah. You think there's something, something there? I think that Batman is harder to pull off because he's he's I don't know he's just he's too he's too Batman. How I, I put it? I think it's because he's a ninja and these cameras can't keep up. Boom. Oh shit, Marcus! Got yeah, it. the television level cameras just can't move as fast as the Marcus actor. Is right. There's never been a ninja Lane. on TV before. No, <laughs> there's never a been good, a, not a good one anyway. What about some kind of American Ninja Warrior? No such thing. Can't exist. What, what about some kind of like teenage mutant ninja turtle? 
possibly? Well, they're, yeah. they're barely ninjas. They're more yeah. like samurai. Hey, you shut your damn mouth. <laughs> the fuck do you know, Marcus? Listen, you, their man. name they... has ninja in it. <laughs> Is your name Marcus Ninja? I don't think so. No. I mean, you're right, but... You don't <laughs> know anything. I don't live in a goddamn sewer. <laughs> Maybe you should, Marcus, with opinions like that. Oh, damn. Do you think you could out-karate a Ninja Turtle, be honest? A Ninja Turtle out-karate... No. Exactly. You know why? Because they're ninjas. Because they're, they're turtles. <laughs> because they're turtles? No! Yes, man! That's the all unintimidating to, part about this. All he has to do is turn his chill to me. I'm like, oh, fuck, I can't, I can't get through it. Shit. I guess the turtle wins. There. I can't defeat it. <laughs> I'm honestly am- amazed that Marcus said that because Marcus once said he could outrun a dog. <laughs> Which I is? Mean, I didn't say fairly, but I, I can't. How do Wait, you unfairly outrun a dog? Wait a minute. You throw a bone at it, obviously. You throw a boat at it? Bone? Oh. Whew. Hot dog. Dogs throw, aren't picky. You throw a bone at the at the dog, and yes. then you it's injure it so badly with the bone you threw at it that it can't move. There you go. Interesting. That wasn't the main That's goal, but if it pretty, happens, pretty easy. sadistic, Marcus. But okay, yeah, it's, it's rough. <laughs> That's uh, one of the darkest things said on the show. <laughs> yeah. And once again, straight from Marcus's mouth. I interpreted it, but it was straight out of Marcus's intent. Oh, yeah. Some breaking dog's bones or something? <laughs> yeah. God. He wants to throw a dog's own bone at it. Just to yeah. insult it. I don't even Wild. understand it. Just bite the tail off. He's like, that's mine now. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, um, how did we get here? I don't even know, man. Ninja Turtles. Superman, D-list Superman actor. Yeah. Once again, no offense. <laughs> he looks like Superman, sure, but he's just like you know he's he started as Supergirl. So how really, really, what are we doing here? You know, man. Yeah, those shows. Hey, I'm glad there's some exposure to these comic books on mainstream television, but man, do I wish it was good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, are they are they building up like a universe? Because I know the Arrow was on for a while. Yes, they've been doing it for so long, Marcus. They've already done Crisis on Infinite Earths and shit. Yeah. Oh, damn. They went, okay. they went nutso-butso with this stuff, honestly. They had all kinds of shit show up. They've had you all the universes and parallel timelines. You guys know we're ten days out from the Snyder Cut? Seth, oh. I meant to say this earlier. You were talking about Snyder Cut on Twitter. Yeah. Today I checked a random tweet, and the first reply was someone whose username was 10 days till Snyder Cut. <laughs> uh. Guys, I have some bad news. Uh oh. I think we have to watch it. Oh, no! <laughs> The Snyder Cut. I was hoping you would you would not say that. <laughs> Here's the thing. For tentatively, I'm like, let's watch it so we can talk about it. But that plan could change the closer we get to it. Because honestly, this is one of the times where I'm going to go on the Reddit comments and I'm going to let them dictate if I should see it or not. Because I am oh. really because it's four hours. I mean, it is split Jesus. in the they have it split into six episodes. Uh, for for four hours, which is weird, and they all have names like B- Batman's got a new attitude, something like that. Like, they all have weird <laughs> names. <laughs> Aquaman takes shit. Yeah, they have they new really weird names. Um, but Wonder Woman has her period. <laughs> oh my god, and it's, it's massive. I'm about to say, can you imagine Wonder Woman's period? All right, they're called. Their part one is called "Don't Count on It, Batman." Part two. Obviously, is the Age of Heroes. Uh, part three, beloved mother, beloved son. No. Part four, in quotes, <laughs> change machine. Part five, all the king's horses. And part six, and man, once again, in quotes, something darker. Oh boy. That's the end, right there. That's like a, something darker is like a, a, a black porn title. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, that's how, that's what I would think of to myself personally. <laughs> oh, but like, wow. Here's the question that I have. Uh huh. How long is each episode? Does it say 
Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's four hours hour. total, so I imagine they're all somewhere between a little, like, half an hour and less. Uh-huh. No, no. Mm-hmm. They'd all be, like, 45 minutes, I guess, right? That would, somewhere in there, yeah. Somewhere in that is, is 40, 30, 30-something, 40 minutes. So here's what yeah. we should do. I know, listen, folks, we did not finish a Jack Ryan series. One day we will. <laughs> we will. It's on the docket. The infamous. The third episode broke us. Um, but here's Obviously. what we should do. We should do this for the Snyder Cut. We should watch every episode and re- do an episode for each one. We should do it. Oh, we, and we, we sh- to save our sanity, we should do it. We should watch each one, like one a week. Yes, exactly. episode. I, that I don't week. mean all at once. We I'm not going to binge this thing. I'm not even going to. I'm not going to give it too much thought. <laughs> I'll do it once a week and let it roll off of me. Yeah, I want to heighten my anticipation, my enjoyment of the next episode. With the, with the last ones, like just melt in my brain and just sort of like percolate. So I'm ready for the yeah. next one the next week. I'll be I'll be happier. I'll have forgotten the mental trauma. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. Oh boy. Marcus, you look so, like yeah. the most excited person here. <laughs> I don't know. Marcus I is going to be able to watch it. Do you have HBO Max? I don't, but I. It's a great time to do that free trial, right? Yeah. Ooh. Or you'll find you can find it other places yeah um, true true but yeah That's so true. i at, at this point as as apathetic of I, as we've been about it i just think i don't know i think we have to do it i think we have to so. subject ourselves to it we've talked about it for long enough we have to <laughs> we get to actually do something i guess yeah we have to we have to get some content out of it so that's the we plan do. that's the plan we we, we will Watch the Snyder Cut. I w- I'm saying that low as if like there's somebody outside of my window listening to me. Yeah. Because I don't want I don't want anybody else to know. <laughs> I will never be- outside of this podcast. I will never tell someone that I watched it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's been listen. It's been our opinion for a long time that you can't talk shit about something without you know experiencing it for yourself. I d- I, I do say that a lot, and the Snyder Cut was my one exception. Mm-hmm. And even though I still consider it to be an exception, I will watch it. I watched that terrible. <laughs> healer anime because i wanted to talk shit about it and oh boy let me tell you man that was a mistake uh that's the one where they like rape like 11 people in like two minutes right there's a lot of rape yeah there's a Mm -hmm. lot of rape an unfortunate amount of rape i would say i'd say Uh, almost any amount of rape that's true that's true seth you know what make a goddamn good point yeah in my media there's 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 only two levels of rape there's none and there's all basically (laughs) yeah there's none and then there's an unacceptable amount that's true god don't you think Uh, i think it was crazy how like there was this i'm sure it happened before this but like i was only cognizant of it like in the early 2000s even up to now a lot of writers will just try and build an emotional connection to a character because they'll just be like oh yeah they were raped Mm-hmm. That was like the thing that any shitty writer would do to try and garner your like emotional support, and I was like, man, we we got to get rid of that trope. Or they'll use like rape and the threat of rape as like as like to build danger or whatever. Yeah, you know? like oh, they got raped. Yeah, not great, man. I don't really care. I don't really. I, I care, but you made it up. The cap in yeah. your brain. It wasn't real. You know. You know what? I do want to point something out real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, about about uh, anime here, real quick. About these these two oh, animes, oh, okay. two one of which we talked a lot about, and that would be intergalactic reviewers, interspecies. Uh, oh, I'm back in interspecies reviewers, which got canceled. Correct, Marcus? Did he did get canned? Uh, yeah. Like they made it, but then they were like, "Oh, this is a hentai." We no one told us that when we made. <laughs> oh my god! So by the way, <laughs> I never thing. ever looked into the show at all. I only talked about it with you guys because I thought it was uh-huh. funny. Just the poster is a problem. <laughs> Holy shit. But right. someone had pointed out that that show got canceled, right? And in that show, as far as I've never actually watched it. So the, as far as I understand, all the all of the sexual stuff that happens in that show is consensual. Yep. Right? Everybody's Can confirm, yes. Huh? Can confirm. Consensual, okay. yes. Marks confirms. It's all consensual. Everyone's on board. We're having a good time together. But this other anime, the healer anime, is rape, 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 and it doesn't get canceled. So what's going on here? Where are our priorities? You know, as a, as a, as a as a culture. I mean, also fucking redo of a healer is also a hentai. Just, That's true. Jesus Christ! What's with all these hentais? Just just being. I don't know. How have they slid over to to anime? Without losing any of the hentai. <laughs> like, Wait, what's the difference, though? 
that's the thing when I when I'm watching Redo of the Healer. What's your scene a movie and porn? <laughs> you know, what do you no, mean, what's the because no, no, because they're an anime. There's like a, a genre of edgy, so it's like you'll get panty shots and you'll see stuff, but they won't do anything. Uh huh. That's edgy. That's still an anime. Redo of a Healer has sex, titty, vagina, fucking rape. Like these are these are hallmarks of a hentai. <laughs> well, rape is a hallmark of hentai. I mean, yeah, unfortunately, really, really, but really, uh, but it, it is. Volume I'm sorry, where we are in society. It, but yeah, they just took all that and was like, "Hey, this is an anime now. Play it on TV." <laughs> what what fucking changed? <laughs> like. Well, here's, here's my thing, though. In my defense of the whole movie and porn difference is I can look at a movie, look at porn, and I know which one is fucking which. Just from not even a scene where there's sex happening, I'm like, this is clearly porn quality Well, filmmaking. I guess that's, that, that is a bit, I don't know, it's a bit imbalanced because, like, you can, two anime, one hentai, one anime, can be drawn pretty similarly, mm-hmm. but, like, movies and porn have vastly different levels of lighting and cinematography like just right. by looking at a still image you can tell what it is so that is one thing that anime has has a bit of a a, a short hand on i mean animation in general is more fluid things can look a certain way and you can't tell the difference so things start to happen like marcus was talking about like you know when the right. when the dicks come out is when you start to realize what's going on but when, when you're watching porn you know you're fucking watching porn you're like yeah this is i yeah. got you it this, is this could surprise you I mean, it is actually crazy how much you talk about porn on this podcast. It is. I'm looking at this poster you sent, Seth, and let me tell you. There is a wrong. girl who's, on that poster, her her boobs are bigger than the rest of her body. Mm-hmm. I see her now, yeah. That's, and by uh, the way, that's not, there's three of them on that poster no, that I saw. I see, holy shit, you're right, there's three of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one of them has, like, another one. I think the girl at the bottom has, like, a, a tentacle that is, like, bigger than her body i think she is a snake person yeah no she's she's a octopus girl oh god why is there a small blue-haired child here is what i'm 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 assuming he's one of the reviewers which is a problem you mean the one on the right yeah no the one on the left the small blue-haired child the one with blue hair relatively normal they both have blue hair but yeah like the one on the right he's like a dwarf so Ah, okay. The yeah. classic anime jail so, card. Right. I can only assume that the one on the left is either a dwarf or some type of shapeshifter. So, yeah. Marcus looks away from the camera. Yeah. <laughs> Marcus is like, you know, guys, there are good Stop. anime, too. <laughs> there are good anime. There are. And, and the shitty thing is that people who don't watch anime are going to look at this and it's like, oh, God, anime is awful. I'm like... <sighs> It's, it's like, not you the- know what, it's honestly like, what if you told people the only live action film there was was the Snyder Cut, you know, <laughs> they might, they might be like, well, live action movies must suck, you know, we have, so. we have a great selection of movies, we have the Snyder Cut, we have The Room, it's all good. Oh yeah, The Room, The Room 2? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, or if you just told everybody that all movies were porn, which, I mean, might change our perception of things. Yeah, like and then they'd be movies. like, oh, movies are great, I love yeah. them, man. <laughs> Fantastic. We want these movies. Well, we, what we want, what we, in the future, what we will need after the revolution is we'll have porn that has movie-level production quality and writing yeah, and everything else. That's true. That'll be that'll be the day. Right. It's just like when the... Because there's already sex scenes in movies. Yeah. Like, and there's some, there's some like that. To it. I watched this uh, Netflix documentary. Um, it was like a several-part series about different stuff, like with sex industry and porn and all this. And one thing they highlighted was like, the different kinds of like production values in, of porn in different countries. So they, they showed one that was this lady who like, you know, works in LA, you know, California. She, her and her like company, they make movies for almost no money. They make all the sets themselves and they like, you know, they have a certain level of production, like with good costumes and they're very good about making sure that every actor is comfortable, which is nice. And it's so funny because they're juxtaposing this against a lady who works in Spain and she has like a full studio professional team. The cameras they use are like cinema level cameras. All the actors are like, like some of them are like real actors in Spain, like not just porn actors. And it's just, and it's just so sad to see this person who's like barely scraping by actually trying to make something. 
And then this person in Spain who's just like, yeah, I love making it. And, you know, I have this incredible studio and all these incredibly talented people. And so in Spain, apparently, there is cinema quality porn. Not dang. It just proves that Americans are hogs. I know. We can't even do porn right. We'll just, we'll just, we'll just snore up whatever you give us. Yeah. Um... So, this has been a long, winding, strange episode. Uh, we usually talk about fun things at some point in here. Yeah. And I was going to talk about a video game I'm playing. Go ahead. A lot Ooh. of. Which is uh, Fights in Tight Spaces. Hey. Uh, yeah. Which is sort of a Slay the Spire and Into the Breach mashup with some John Wick kind of flavor in there. And it's like a deck builder where you have fist fights in uh, small rooms, as the title would probably suggest. And it's a great sort of like it's a 3D, not 3D, it is 3D, basically isometric sort of like position yeah. where you have to move your character around on a grid, basically. Right. And the important thing is to make sure that your character is the right place at the right time, not getting hit and able to do hit and able to put hits on other people. Yeah. And it is, in my opinion, one of the best games for enabling big brain play. Like, you come into a turn, and you look at your cards, and you figure out the exact moves to do to get you out of this bad place, and then to deal some damage. Or stay there and fuck people up. And I love it, personally. I think it's a fantastic yeah. game, and I cannot stop playing it. I've sunk like 20 hours into it so Have far. Have you cleared? I'm not cleared, no. Okay. Mm. I'm too busy fucking around with different decks now. I'm like the Trickster deck finally, and that one's just fun. That one's all just like counters and reversals and slippery, slippery stuff. It's great. I love it. That's nice. Yeah, it's, that's again, it's on my list. Um, I'm buying less games these days. That game like is obviously so far up my alley that I'm I'm gonna pl get it eventually. Um, but yeah, I mean the the new genre of like strategy, like roguelikes, where you see the enemy intent is so useful. Like, because once again, people are, people think that, oh, the game is just going to be too easy if you know everything that's going to happen. I'm like, no, it's actually much harder. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, they, they, especially games like Into the Breach have a really good way of like, yeah, you have this information, but there is a lot of shit you have to account for. And I think those, and Fights in Tight Spaces seems like a really good, um, it doesn't, it's like, from what I've seen, it's like not quite as punishing as something like Into the Breach, so it still gives you some of that, it still makes you feel like you're in control, because in Into the Breach, you, you are like always on your last leg, <laughs> and, yeah, uh, so, so Fights in Tight Spaces seems a little, a little, like you're a little more in control, and mm. that's, that's pretty cool, so yeah, I'm definitely excited to get into that game sometime. The thing about having no hidden information is that sometimes in a game when you mess up and lose, you can say why that was going to happen can't say that here you know everything if you messed up either you messed up and it was your fault or you were in a position where you couldn't do anything but you could have done something earlier to outplay to like play yourself out of that it's like chess nothing unexpected ever happens in chess yeah you know everything can happen in chess and it's also balls hard just like chess <laughs> but yeah that's Other cool that, I've, been, I've been playing breath of the wild because seth was streaming it and i was so into watching that that i started to replay it game fucking Hell yeah. rips best nice. game of the last 10 years last generation yeah. easily 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 my favorite of all time um most likely yeah i think about it a lot but yeah that's cool i have been playing some curse of the dead gods which is another roguelike um like i, I said it in the last episode it's very similar to hades but more punishing there's a curse system where like certain decisions you make give you certain amounts of curse and then once you have like a you get you can get five total curses and the fifth one makes the game incredibly hard. The curses are fun though because they give you a bad thing, but they also give you kind of an upside. So like one of them will be like you can no longer um, like gain gold, but you can get small amounts of health back when you kill enemies. So it's like mm -hmm. you can't upgrade mm -hmm. yourself for the rest of the floor, but you can still you can like maybe last longer if you get good hits in. Um, I've never gotten to the fifth curse, but the fifth curse apparently is like, it, it makes the, just the run almost impossible. So you're supposed to avoid that at all costs, which apparently I've been doing. So it's fun. Um, it's, I don't know. It's, I can't play it in long, but every time I play it, I play like one floor, I clear and then I leave. It's, I don't know. There's something about the game that kind of takes that out of me because it has a, it has a souls like combat system where you have stamina and you have parries and perfect dodges, which aren't quite as difficult to pull off as they are in some souls games. But they do, they do add a level of, because um, in Hades you can just zip around the map and go from, and got hit people from behind, zip over here, do that, and have all these crazy boons. Um, you have a, you have less of those options in Curse of the Dead Gods, but it's fun. And then other than that, 
I've been playing Minecraft. I've been playing. I've been playing Minecraft in creative mode, just trying to build fun stuff. Because I've, mm-hmm. I've, I didn't do a lot of. I've played Minecraft a lot this past year, and I didn't do a lot of building, so I just wanted to build some stuff and, you know, chill out. So that's what I've been. That's what I've been playing. Also, nice. um, the 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 parries in Curse of the Dead Gods. I've not seen that roguelike before. That's an interesting concept. Yeah, it's cool because you parry, and then the the um, opponent becomes vulnerable for a bit. And there's some people who are very important to parry because they have multi-hit combos and they can really, really get you down. But if you if you can get the parry timing now for different enemies, I had one run where I was like parrying, like I just felt I was like John Wick. I was just doing everything right, and that run felt really good. But then other runs, not as much. Marcus, what do you play? Anything besides oh. Genshin Impact? <laughs> ah, I have been playing Dead by Daylight. Oh, okay. Which is fun. Yeah. I heard everyone yeah. is uh freaking calling the new killer daddy and they're like step on me daddy. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's like he looks like uh, a K pop joker. I've seen this. I have seen it. Yeah. He, he, and that's a pretty accurate description. <laughs> and, and people are they're they're like Resident Evil big ladying this guy. Right. He throws knives, you know, he winks at you and all kinds of stuff the ladies love, so... Can you trust hey. them after they nerfed Pyramid Head's cake? <sighs> of course you can't. <laughs> Wait, is Pyramid Head in Dead by Daylight? Yes, he is. Oh, okay. He was he so thick, thick when he first came out. Like, and, and it made sense that... Yeah, man. He shaved it off. Truly, truly sad day. Damn. But yeah, new killers, they're they're constantly tweaking the game for balance and stuff, so it's got a pretty dedicated fan base. I hear Oh yeah. I hear it's that it, the problem with that game is it's one of those games that's people are so dedicated to it that it's almost impenetrable for new players at sometimes. Some it, it definitely feels like it. You gotta hope you uh get some cool killers who'll like fuck around and do dumb stuff with you. Yeah. <laughs> at least for a few games. Now Marcus, what is a Genshin? And why That's is it so really impactful? That's a good question. <laughs> Where did it impact? Is my question. I mean, why? for me personally, it's impacted my wallet, and <laughs> it hurts. It fucking hurts. I'm gonna come you, back. Would you say uh, that it deep impacted your wallet with my oh, Dillick? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I'm just gonna come back with my Dillick, Marcus, in a style on. Or do you have Dillick? Oh, 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 goodness. Is Morgan Freeman I, the president in Genshin Impact? He is not. In spirit, he is. He's merely another god. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, All right, boys. Is that an episode? Right. That's up. That, that's a All right. It. Well, uh, I'm a Smith. You can find me on Twitter at MC Surf. I'm Seth. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube and Twitch, even though I'm not using some of those right now. At Part Time Pretzel, I stream every Tuesday, Saturday, and Sunday. And I'm Mr. Beaches. You can find me at Marcus. Wait, hold on. No, Marcus. You can find me at Mr. Beaches on Instagram. There we go. And I occasionally do art for this podcast. Our theme song was done by Ben Powell. He's been on the show before. He has his own podcast called Southern Smat and I want to talk about wrestling and they're from the South. If that sounds interesting, go check it out. You can lead a horse to water, but you can't make him get under it. Fuck not raising minimum wage. Fuck something darker. <laughs> He's completed the title. We we <laughs> we, we have stopped trying to solve our problems and we're trying to outlive them. And from New Orleans to New York, that's the name of this podcast, baby. We're out. Out. Peace.